This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome once again to the Dr. Sky Experience, proudly heard here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. As we like to say, and many others agree, the crown jewel of radio, the iconic 77 Talk Radio, WABC, beaming out of New York City, around the nation, around the world, and I'll take the liberty to even say out into the cosmos, as we welcome you to the holiday season here, December 2023, with our Dr. Sky, the first of many December 2023 Sky Updates. But first, before we dig into the sky, I'd like to wish you and yours the best of a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, and sincerely from all of us to all of you, the best for health and happiness in 2024, a year that I'm sure will be so outstanding. Don't forget, the major event of all 2024 in the astronomical world has to be the great total solar eclipse, the great American total solar eclipse that's coming to us in a sky near you on April 8th of this new year, 2024. We, of course, begin with the moon. The moon, of course, helps to cause these eclipses of the sun. And as we open up December, we find out that the moon is moving on to its last quarter phase. That happens on the 5th of December. That moon rises normally around midnight and is in high area of the sky right around the sunrise time. The moon then continues to be a waning crescent, moving on to its new phase, and that's good because we'll be talking about an important meteor shower in just a few moments, known as the Geminids, starting on the evening of the 13th. Keen-eyed sky observers looking low into the west-southwest will get a glimpse of this new lunation. Start of lunation number 1249 as the moon continues to wax on the sky. The moon returns to perigee, or its closest to position to us. That happens on the 16th, as the moon was farthest from us on December the 4th, at a position we call apogee. But then something interesting. The moon moves on to its first quarter phase. So if you missed and didn't want to get up late or early into the morning hours to see the last quarter moon, the first quarter moon will be high in your sky, starting just after sunset. Don't miss it with telescopes and binoculars. Why? It gives the best shadow relief of all time. As you see that light and dark line along that central part of the moon, we call it the Terminator. Then the moon continues to turn into a waxing gibbous moon. It looks like an egg shape in the sky or elliptical. Let that not fool you because it then moves on to the last of the full moons of 2023. Naturally, the December full moon on the 27th is sometimes referred to as the full cold moon. Well, I don't need to describe that in greater detail for the Northern Hemisphere. With the advent of the beginning of winter, as we call it, the winter solstice on the 22nd of December, where the sun hangs lowest along the ecliptic path or zodiac path, and some interesting things to come as we talk about the skies of December 2023. 
We then move on to the planets. In the evening sky, we find out that we have an opportunity to see the planet Mercury, the innermost planet. It's at its greatest elongation, that is, on the eastern side of the sun. That means it's visible in the west, just after sunset, some 21 degrees away from the sun, best around December the 4th, and a few days thereafter. Looks like a bright star hugging close to the horizon. We then find out, as we move to the left along the zodiac path, we find out the planet Saturn high into the west-southwest at sunset. And if you haven't seen the planet Saturn in a telescope, now's the time. Maybe a neighbor, or maybe you're even lucky enough to have a small telescope. If you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. But for those that haven't, the rings of Saturn are now tipped some eight degrees along the ring plane. And in a few years, meaning in 2025, we will see the rings disappear, not literally, but just from our angle as we cross the Earth, that is, the ring plane of Saturn. The showstopper of planets has to be Jupiter. High in the eastern sky, right around sunset, an easy object to see, but more importantly, the same experiment that we talk about that Galileo did back on January the 7th of 1610 is something that you can do with a pair of binoculars, hold them steady, dress warmly, and in telescopes, the planet Jupiter is quite fascinating. A never-ending dance of those four Galilean satellites, Io, Europa, Ganymede, and Callisto, as some of them are hidden behind Jupiter, the ball of the planet, some 88,000 miles in diameter, and some still moving across the face of Jupiter, casting shadows. And upon a higher inspection with a telescope, you may get to see not only that, and the phenomenon of shadows moving across or transiting Jupiter, but you may also get to see the elusive red spot, which in the news, it's been shrinking. It's not as prominent as it was, take it from your leader here, Dr. Sky. Back about 30 years ago, it literally was brick red and easy to see. It's now more of a salmon pink, but it's still an amazing disturbance high above the atmospheric clouds of Jupiter. How small has it gotten? Well, in astronomical terms, it's pretty big. It's about the size of the Earth, this anticyclonic storm that turns itself once in every six days as it spins around, literally like a giant cyclone or a hurricane. And did you know that the planet Mercury is the smallest of the planets of the solar system? But Ganymede, a moon of Jupiter, is actually larger than the planet Mercury. Go figure. You can see these Galilean moons. Show your friends and neighbors. And especially at the holiday season, if you're actually getting a gift or buying yourself a gift of a telescope, don't forget, we'll be more than happy to answer any questions that you have at our email, drskyshow at gmail.com. That's drskyshow at gmail.com. Morning sky, the planet Venus continues to shine extremely bright. The object itself was farthest away from the sun back in October and into the month of November. But now the planet Venus and the moon are relatively close on the morning of the 9th, just before sunrise. You can't miss it. But the real showstopper of the month of December has to be the Geminid meteor shower. Now, I've been observing meteor showers for almost 50 years. And let me say this, not an expert. But this particular shower is probably still one of the best of the year. Why? The highest number of meteors projected, a relatively new meteor shower, considering some of these that we see, like Leonids, and the ones that occur like in, in April, like the Lyrids, are literally hundreds of thousands of years old, if not older. But the Geminids are thought to come not necessarily from a comet, like most meteors come from the tail debris of comets, 
This particular shower may be coming from a rock comet slash asteroid, meaning a rock that's like it was an extinct comet, and now it's like a rubble pile, blasted material from the solar radiation causes the higher incidence of these meteors. In simple Earth terms, the best nights to view it would be looking into the northeast sky after sunset on the night of the 13th of December and into the 14th. Now, as Gemini rises, you may get to see what we call some Earth-grazing meteors. What are these? These are slow-moving fireballs that actually can put on a pretty good show. But anyway, don't hold me to count for this, because meteor showers are very fickle. They're just like comets. And as one famous astronomer who discovered comets all the time said, comets are like cats. They both have tails, and they do exactly what they want to do. But with the Geminids, I think it'll be a good year, because the moon is not out to interfere. The moon is new, or the darker the moon on the 12th. So simply look to the northeast sky after sunset, best as Gemini rises high up into the sky after midnight into the early morning hours, say 2 a.m. to dawn. Staring at the general area of Gemini may not be the best way to look for the meteors because they come in all different directions, but know the origin point is just to the right of the two twin stars of Gemini, this the star known as Castor. The star to the left of it is known as Pollux. These are some of the more interesting things that are happening in our skies in December as we move to a solstice, we move to a meteor shower, and a beautiful full moon to end the year. If you'd like to stay in touch with us, don't forget to listen to us here on Talk Radio 77 WABC every Sunday with John Katsimatini's owner and operator with his great show around the nation called the Cats Roundtable. And then every other Wednesday at 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Frank Morano's The Other Side of Midnight, in which Frank is kind enough to change the show's name, albeit just briefly, as Cosmic Conversations with me, Dr. Sky. Dr. Sky reminds you to always keep your eyes to the skies. We wish you health and happiness for the holiday season and particularly in the new year. 2024 will be the year of the great American total solar eclipse. And we remind you to get your solar glasses now. Go to our website, tse17solareclipse.com. That's tse17solareclipse.com. And if you order the solar glasses now by using the DRSKY code, you'll save 10% off your order. And believe me, you'll need these. Dr. Sky is always there for you at drskyshow at gmail.com. What do we say? Always remember to keep your eyes to the skies. I try each time we do a show to earn your confidence as your navigator on the highway to the heavens. Health and happiness and clear skies.